Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, if you live in Dublin, you might be pleased to hear that last night, Dublin City Council voted to reduce the property tax. But perhaps you might be less pleased to hear that the council now has less money to fund all its other activities. There's now a 50 million hole in the budget. Someone who voted against that decrease is Green Party Councillor Michael Pigeon. Good afternoon, Michael. Afternoon, Sean. How, how much is the decrease, by the way? Uh, so every year, basically, the council has the ability to raise or lower the tax by 15%. That's the max we're allowed to do. Um, and every year, unfortunately, Dublin, pretty much alone in uh, in the country, every council outside of Dublin tends to leave it alone or raise it. But we, we, we uh, unfortunately vote uh, to cut it by the maximum 15%. So in practice, for most, most people in Dublin, that probably means, from my view, about 40 quid a year. Um, but for me, the trouble is, I, I suspect a lot of households probably won't really notice that over the course of a year. But as a council, we really, really notice it because it, it, it leaves, as you say, a 15 million hole. But we, it, it could raise as much as 30 million that we just don't have to spend anymore. Right. And, and But even though I suppose it's 30 or 40 million, uh, your fellow councillors all might be feeling, uh, most of our constituents are really feeling the pinch at the moment. And uh, any little bit of help we can give them, we'll give them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think sometimes the best way to do that is through a public service rather than just giving a tax cut to, to absolutely everyone. Um, because in practice, some people won't get the tax cut. If you're renting or in social housing, you won't see any impact of this in the main. Uh, most people, as I said, will see about 40 quid a year. And if you're in kind of a house that's worth four or five million euro, you'll actually get a tax cut of thousands. So I think if you're going to try and help out households, this is a pretty bad time, pretty bad way to do it. Yeah. You know, by giving a tax cut that that tends to reward those with the with the biggest assets. We took in some tax and the government nationally are spending about a billion euro and they're going to cut a quarter off everyone's childcare bills. I think that's a much smarter way to approach cost of living than just kind of saying everyone have 40 quid and most people probably won't notice it. It'll just go, you know. Uh, well, no one's going to say no to 40 quid, I would have thought. Absolutely. Now, uh, now Sinn Féin, People for Profit, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael all uh, voted to decrease uh, the property tax. Uh, so, so who who voted against the decrease apart from the Greens? Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a slightly weird mix. All right, politically, you wouldn't put people for profit and Finnegan in the same group, but on this, they are. Uh, in practice, it's it's Labour, the Green Party, and the Social Democrats. Uh, sometimes one or two independents are the only ones who vote not to do the maximum tax cut. Uh, and we've tried to tempt them in different ways. We've tried to say, look, we don't have to increase the tax; we'll just leave it leave it be. Um, but unfortunately, every year, it's 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 the same thing. Mm. Uh, and, and what I find really frustrating is we do this in the middle of a council meeting. And uh, if, you've ever, if, you, if you ever have trouble sleeping, go to a council meeting. But you'll see at the start of it and at the end of it, you've councillors from all parties standing up saying, we need more resources for this. We need to do this more. We need to clean this street more, so on and so forth. And then midway through the night, we all vote in a tax which could raise some of those resources. And we end up just saying, nah, we're grand. Yeah. I just find it, I find it very frustrating. It's, I think, the third or fourth time I've seen it happen on the council. Yeah. So they, they repeatedly vote to, to, to bring down the property tax. Now, every, would, would, part of the mo- yeah, but, but would part of the motivation for that, Michael, be that the property tax is inordinately high in Dublin? Uh, and so people in Dublin proportionally are suffering more than people in other parts of the country? I think people in Dublin probably suffer more because their council's comparatively underfunded. It's more expensive to do anything in Dublin. Yeah. And that's for councils and, and everyone else. Um, my difficulty is that you might look at, say, if, if you look at, say, the, the, the band where a lot of people might find themselves in, they probably pay about 400 euro um, on property tax. This might give them 30 or 40 quid off that. It's not going to be 
the, the bulk of the charge that people are facing uh, in Dublin. It's a relatively small amount that I suspect in a lot of cases people won't miss. Now, it gets into the tax cut gets into being worth several thousand euro once your house is over a couple of million. But for most people, it's a relatively small amount over a year. Um, and and I just think it's it's something that the council could do a lot of things with. Yeah. Now, it, it was part of, though, perhaps the motivation of the parties who voted in favour of the decrease, uh, the fact that from ne- up until this point, as I understand it, uh, Dublin City Council has been getting uh, 80% of the revenue from the property tax into their own coffers. 20% of it went to other uh, uh, local authorities. But from next year, they're going to get 100% of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that argument's been made. And look, there's a load of things I change about the local property tax for sure. But but the, the bit we're voting on, the 15% up and down, every single penny of that, if we vote to lower the tax, every single penny has to be covered by the council. If we vote to increase it, every penny of that goes to the council. So there's there's all these arguments about local property tax, and a lot of them have merit. But when it comes down to this vote, which is to increase it or decrease it, it's basically just saying, you know, do, do, do you want the city council to have um, 20 or 30 million more uh, essentially to do work around the city with or would you rather give uh, this this what I think is quite a badly designed tax cut which in effect gives way more to people who have uh, more expensive houses. Yeah, though I mean I, but their argument would be that 15% reduction if that represents 20 to 30 million uh, for Dublin City Council from next year they're going to be getting even more than that because they get to keep all of the, the, the local property tax income. So the one, one balances out the other during a particularly difficult period for us all. Yeah, un, un, unfortunately, that, that, that's not it cause, cause, because the way they've rebalanced it is, I mean, this, it's, it's a bit complicated, but, but the way they've changed, um, they're now giving the councils, yeah, 100% from now on, but they've deducted uh, grants that the council would get otherwise in other areas. I, I don't really like how they've done it. But in, in effect, Dublin City Council will probably end up with a similar amount of funding. Uh, regardless of how they distribute it, whether it's the 80% or 100%, because they, they, they move move funds around in other ways. But in, in, in practice, like for me, again, the question is just around this 15% modification because we get to keep all of that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I understand what, you, what you're saying there. Uh, the, the Housing Minister, Dara Bryan, uh, has directed uh, Dublin City Council to spend 83% more, up from 30 million to 54 million uh, of that revenue from the local property tax and capital projects next year. Uh, which hadn't heretofore been the case. So a lot of people are kind of saying that's a bit of a stroke by him. So it's it's, it's a stroke by the government of which your party is a member. Yeah, yeah. And look, and I, I've expressed that frustration up already as well. We said for a long time that local property tax should be exactly that and kept locally. Um, and uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not the approach they're taking with isn't one I agree with. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Yeah. Um, but but. Like again, this that's that's separate from the vote that councillors are taking for the fifteen percent to raise or lower, because every penny of that uh, would come to the city council. And and the great thing is, unlike most of the money that comes to local government, there's no strings attached. It's not you have to spend this on roads, or you have to spend this on that. It's uh, purely up to the councillors themselves to decide where that could go. So yeah. you could do that on improved street cleaning, you could do up housing stock. You could even do some big projects like, you know, if people were talking about a Lido and Georgia stock there. What, whatever you wanted to do, you could because it's 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 completely unencumbered. It's string free. If you yeah. Uh, a few texts and a few listeners, Michael. Somebody says, well, what about Dublin City Council unpaid rents and arrears? Address this before raising property tax. Well, they've just reduced the property tax. Is that a major issue unpaid rents and arrears? Yeah, it is. It's not that it's yeah, it's, it's Dublin City Council is Ireland's largest tenant uh, landlord. Um, so we have a lot of people in social housing, uh, nearly all of them 
pay pay their rent. It's just that the rent in social housing is calculated in your income. So sometimes arrears can build up when there's a dispute about how much someone's earning. Uh, and that's that's something. What we actually proposed before was to take, um, I think it was a quarter of a million of the money we would raise from this local property tax and give our housing department extra resources to chase down those arrears. Um, but unfortunately, again, that was that was voted against. So the housing department, like a lot of parts of Dublin City Council or local government, is is under resourced and underfunded. Um, and I think, yeah, there's, there, there's, there's a pot of money in arrears that we could definitely unlock. But at the moment, we're not giving ourselves the resources to do that. Uh, so given now that there's even less money to play with, play is probably the, the wrong choice of word there, what will be, what will be cut in, in, in the coming year? Well, that's that's going to be a real difficulty for us um, because I always, you know, local authorities have to have a balanced budget every single year. I always want to be constructive and part of that. Um, and obviously with inflation, same as any business or any part of the state that's affected by inflation, we're going to face rising costs. Um, and without this extra funding, we're going to have to look at where those costs will come from. In practice, a lot of our costs are fixed in terms of staff salaries. That's all set nationally, for example. So it probably will be things like uh, road repairs, um, street cleaning, um, development of housing. You know, it's the, the, you know, it might it might come from a from a whole whole variety of sources. We haven't had the discussion on the budget yet. Um, but I think in the coming months we'll we'll see how that goes. My other worry is as well that that there probably have to be a raise on rates for businesses, which doesn't feel like a good thing to do either. Um, but because we're giving the maximum tax cut possible on the local property tax, that has consequences elsewhere. Um, I find it very frustrating. People will just say, oh, we can't have a tax on a home or something like that. It's a perfectly fine argument, but they don't say how they're going to make up the gap. And mm. uh, we just need to grow up a little bit on that front because the books have to balance, you know. The um, uh, Your own constituents, how do they feel about the fact that you would have paid to, to, to not decrease their property tax? Or have you do, do you get any feedback from them on that? I, I, I am always, you know, I'm always amazed by this because I think it's a fairly easy issue to show leadership on. I've, I, every year I've, I've kind of tried to make a fuss out of this because I find it very frustrating. I get a lot of support and a couple of people in touch against it. But I don't find that the things that constituents are hammering on my door about are around the local property tax. I don't think anyone, like myself included, no one likes paying tax. But I don't think the local property tax or whether it's up or down by 10 or 15 percent, I don't think that's the big issue. And the issues I hear about are why isn't our street being cleaned? Uh, you know, recently people are talking about fireworks uh, in the area. They're talking about the housing crisis, uh, lack of green space in the area. Those are the issues people get in touch with. I'm always amazed how few get in touch about the local property tax. I don't think most people see this as a huge issue for them. Um, and that's why I'm surprised that we have such an extreme response in Dublin to cut it to the max every single year over and mm. over uh, thanks, Michael. I, I uh, predict I'm going to be reading out texts about the property tax for the next three quarters of an hour. Uh, in the meantime, Michael Pigeon is a Green Party councillor on uh, Dublin City Council. Thanks a, mi- a million, Michael, uh, for speaking with us today. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, getting your legs stretched. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.